Welcome back to the iCast. I'm Robbie Klanick, and you're joining us for another episode of Music Monday. Um, we're with three other people, not four other people this time, uh, sadly. Noah is recovering from uh, being sick, so he will not be joining us today. But he did pass on a song and some words, so you know we'll be able to still hear his input today. This week, because last week we did uh, baked potatoes, and the week before that we did refreshing drink right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so this week we're gonna do pizza toppings at request of max lou and dave so um i feel like max lou or dave you should go first because you're the ones that came up with this dave you were the first to suggest it all right all right um i'll start off uh so i'm more of like a i like my food spicy so i'm gonna go with jalapenos banana peppers uh pepperoni and sausage it's a good combo. That sounds like a pretty good pizza, I'm not gonna lie. Wait, wait what type of sausage? Cooked. <laughs> Cooked sausage. No, I mean just like I don't know. It it really just depends on what the place has. Like, you know, you just get like the I, sausage and like the like the small bits of sausage. I think on. most of the time it's an Italian sausage. I could yeah. be wrong. Um according to John Cashone, I'm not Italian enough to speak on anything like that. Mm -hmm. So um maybe call him after and find out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dave, where do you get your pizza from? Oof, go, go well, to place. It, it, it really depends. Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, Antonio's is really good. Oh, uh, yes. There's an Antonio's in Parma, so only five minutes away. So like to maybe go there. Stancados is a good one, too. So, yep, those would be the top two for me. Nice. Um, I, for one, if I'm just doing like regular, you know, Domino's or something or Antonio's, I will do pepperoni, olives, and mushrooms. The Ooh, very classic. Approved. approved. Classic. Um, but I, th I would say my favorite pizza to ever get is from Dewey's Pizza. And it is the Edgar Allan Poe, which is a white-based pizza with feta cheese, Kalamata olives, garlic, diced tomatoes, and deliciousness. Ah, yes. That's awesome. a secret ingredient. Deliciousness. Yes. It's like the secret uh the secret uh ingredient from the for the Krabby Patties and it's like Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> um cool. My my favorite toppings for a pizza, uh mushrooms. See, I'm not I'm not a huge like meat on pizza guy. Like pepperoni's good. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I'd I'd much rather have uh, like my go-to, which is mushrooms. I it de depending on the day, it's red peppers or green peppers. Mm. Um, oh, depends on green. if you want like a sweeter thing with the red, or you want more of like a crunch with the green. Yeah, um, I feel that. Onion or olives. So there's a little bit of play in there, depending on the mood. It's good, but always the key to good pizza is more sauce. All right. Nah, mm -hmm. man. True pizza is more sauce. More sauce, less toppings, less crust. It's all about the sauce. I'm sorry. Like a good sauce makes or breaks a pizza, and that's that's final. There's no. There's Wait, no are you saying? Yeah. Are you saying if there's more sauce, it's a better pizza? Or are you just saying that the better the sauce, the better? Well, I think pizza? that's really subjective. Because I, think... I don't like saucy pizzas, but if it's a good well, sauce, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, it depends yeah. on the sauce. It depends on the thickness of crust. It depends on the, all the ratios. It's, it's, it's okay. the synergy of everything. Yeah, yeah. Does it yeah. work or not? I'll agree with mm. that. <laughs> Um, my favorite pizza place is Citizens Pie. Um, if you know me, 
then you know I have an addiction to the place. If I'm getting pizza like at school or if I just want like a nice pizza for myself, then that's the go-to. It's a little pricier. I won't I won't lie. Um, but it's good. It's quality and it's a, it's a smaller business, so I like to support it. I have a fun citizen pie slash music story. Just real quick. I want... Just real quick. Okay. You don't so, want to eat it at Robbie's pizza time. Because I remember I was gonna bring this up the first week we did this, but then I never did. Anyway. Mm. So the first person, the first song that I brought up in Music Monday was by this guy named Theo Katzman. And anyway, when I went to see his show right before quarantine, we were at the Beach and Ballroom. And so we got there really early, so we went across this, the street to Citizen Pie. I love that show. To get some, to get some, you know, some pizza, right? Mm. And what do you know? A slice of pie. His drummer, his bassist, and his key player all walked in. And That's me, me and my friends That's were solid. just drooling over the floor. We were just like, you oh go my god, do we go? Yeah, we, we said hi. Okay. It was yeah. like legendary. <laughs> well, Robbie, what oh, you gotta so, understand is so that good. that store is literally like maybe the size of a janitor's closet. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, like, to it's not, so small. To not talk to them would be really awkward in that situation because you're literally on top of each other. Fair. Wow. <laughs> so it's probably not open right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think that one is now. <laughs> Maybe take out. They like bring it out to the curb for you yeah, or something. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, but does anyone know anyone that works at Romeo's? Uh, I do not. Uh, I used mm-hmm. to. My friend doesn't work there anymore. Though. Okay. Is it true they put Dr. Pepper in their sauce? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I could I could see that. I could Whoa. see it happening. I mean, that's not a bad something, like... There's something wrong with Romeo's <laughs> sauce. Well, I'm just going to say. Dr. Pepper is just objectively good, you know? So but why like... wouldn't it make sauce better? Wow. Because well, if it's in <laughs> Romeo's, then we know it's not going to make <laughs> Okay, I like bad. Romeo's. I don't know why you guys are trashing on me. I'm sorry. It's, I'm just, me. it's just me. It's just me. It's me. It's me. Okay, good. Yeah, Max is just uh, me. Robbie, it's just me. Yeah, okay. it's just you. Um, so during the Ignatian family teaching this year, um, there, we went to this place because it's, it's in D.C. area, in like Virginia area. Uh, there's this place called We the Pizza. That's by like, far. I like it already. The, best pizza place i think i've ever been to um Big oh my gosh i don't know why the pizza was just so good like any t- i got maybe because we were there for what three days four days kind of i think i had pizza every single day from there and like i had a different like <laughs> style pizza oh my gosh my favorite there was it was a barbecue sauce and yeah. then it was like um not onion rings but like what what do they call it? where it's like fried like onion piece? I don't know what the name of it is. Oh, um, bloomin' onion. Probably uh, no, I don't know. because oh, okay. it was on the pizza. <laughs> maybe I'm completely wrong about it being onion. Maybe I it's don't just know. fried onion. But it was maybe it was so good. <laughs> it was like the best pizza I've ever had. I had like four slices of it. Trip um, to DC. But know. oh, it was so good. Yeah, we need to take a trip to DC. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Stuff. Nice. You know what I just had the other night. That was I didn't think it was gonna be good. My mom made homemade pizza and she made this olive pizza. Or not oh. no, not olive. Shoot, no, that's not that's why that's not weird. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> it was, good for your mom, I guess. It was I don't know. Olives. It was grape pizza. There was grapes on the pizza that was what Ooh. what was weird oh, about no. it. Not olives. They looked I've similar. Had that, no, no, it was I've good. Had that. It was really good. No, so it was like that. olives it's and so rosemary. Good. Uh, well, so, so Robin, the thing is, it's olives? like really traditionally Italian, and it was no, not olives. It was great. saying olives. I got confused because they looked similar. <laughs> they are They're both, both purple. Round. Some are purple. Some are olives. I've never okay. seen purple green. olives. 
You've olives, never seen purple olives? Olives are just savory grapes. You heard Facts. it here first. A great segue. Pizza is something you eat before concerts. Boom. Good segue right Facts. there. Um, yeah, concerts yeah. are where music is played. And today we are going to be talking about <laughs> our music picks for the week. So um, I feel like we should probably start off with Noah. Um, yeah. Just yeah. To, you know, kind of work Rip. that in. So Noah's song. Uh, so here he was his whole message, if you want it. Noah is sick this week, fresh out of the hospital. So he asked me to relay his recommendation. Grand Hoodoo by The Moss. He really enjoys this song because it reminds him of someone Max and Sean know. Peter McPoland. Mm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, what about him? 2019 high school rock off winner. He he is something else. He. Oh my God. He's pretty. He's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And then Noah goes on to say it's an upbeat song and it, you know, has that beachy edge to it. I feel like we all need that beachy edge right now because, you know, Mm. um, yeah, I want it to be warm. of the, the classic like mm-hmm. alternative indie song it's yeah. got that like reverb on the vocals it's got that like guitar like chord uh, <laughs> progression i'm yeah. trying to look for words wow yeah coming out yep really indie yeah chord progressions that's very indie thing <laughs> i will no no just that no the chord no no i themselves robbie i know what you're saying because I, I listened I, to that I'm last just night giving you I... crap. that's all guys we're really getting a depth on oh in depth, depth. mm-hmm in depth. I'm about Birds. to go into depth. Yeah, you are about to go into depth. I can't wait for it. I'm like, yeah, excited. you should you should go into depth right now, Max. How about okay? That? Yeah, yeah, I would love to. Segway. So my song for this week is "Great Indoors" by John Mayer, off his first studio albums, "Room for Squares," released in 2001, which is my personal favorite John Mayer album. And I originally picked the song because of our little current situation of being quarantined and stuck inside, and so the song is really lyrically, lyrically interesting along with most John Mayer songs. And it's kind of talking about, you know, some people like feeling like they're being called to explore their life and pressure from people who are older than them to like go and explore their calling and what they need to do in their life. But sometimes that can be stressful. So he's kind of suggesting, you know, why not just take a break and explore the great indoors, right? And so while I was listening to this song, and frankly the album, it got me thinking of why I really like John Mayer. And people always ask me, why do you like John Mayer so much? He's just kind of like a pop star. But that's the thing. He's a pop star. But the part that I really like about him is he's very musically complex and specifically very harmonically complex and not just vocally harmony but i mean i'm talking about like chords and so i want to give you a little theory lesson today so we have Ooh, ye old guitar can you hear my voice all right yep mm-hmm. all right can you hear my guitar all right yep mm-hmm. loud and okay. clear so in most traditional pop songs that okay so like in around the 80s 90s 2000s 
there became this concept called Four Chords That Killed Rock. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? I do. I knew I Sean. Exactly I knew Sean. About, yeah. so Sean I knew. does. That's so all that matters. There are four chords <laughs> of a chord progression that basically every single song that has hit the top 50 billboards in the past like 50 years uses the same exact chord progression. Beatles use it. Everyone uses it. Pop stars use it. And I will play these four chords for you right now. So it's like the one, the five, the four, and the six. So I'll do that one more time because that didn't sound right for some reason. So those are the four chords that killed rock. And anyway. Max, do you want to give people like the, the letter translations for those? For people who don't understand like when you're saying the one, the four? So it, it just like in a chord progression, there are different numbers that associate with the chord that are that follow. So it you probably have heard this before. It's like I mean, the, it's pretty classic. You probably heard those on the radio like every day. Anyway, so most what song is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all of them. It's like four chords. Oh, and all anyway, of the songs. Every one. Anyway, so in this song, it's really cool because John Mayer uses these four chords, but then he kind of changes it a little, and I'll show you what he means. So, like, he starts off by using the four chords. cycles through again and then he turns it around and goes is not in the key of the original song and it doesn't follow the chord progression it's a uh, flat seven which kind of modally correlates to mixolydian which is not major and it catches your ear which is really cool thing about complex artists like john mayer because it doesn't sound boring which is why i really like it. Mm. anyway my favorite line from the song or favorite set of lines from the song and it says lamplight makes the shadows play and posters take the walls away the tv is your window pane the view won't let you down there you go wow nice great indoors yeah. poetry going on here little some snappage some snappage I mean, I, uh, when he started playing the guitar, for those who are listening, I got out my phone and turned on my, can- or my flashlight <laughs> yeah. and started waving it. I saw you. <laughs> a little give private little, concert. Give me a little inspiration. <laughs> Took me you back should... to the days before quarantine. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you got to see Theo Katzman right before quarantine. Like, I, know, I just can't get awesome. over that. It was sick. Uh, you know. His last <laughs> show on tour. <laughs> Crazy. So my song this week, I picked still feel by half-life um half-life is a trio i think it has a a vocalist a bassist and a drummer um 
it's it's got some funky vibes in most of their songs this song's probably the funkiest of their songs um and first of all the music video is very good so please check out the music video um highly recommend it uh, otherwise like it's just got a really angsty feel to it like i feel like <laughs> During this time, like I feel very a lot, a lot of angst because you know we're very uncertain about the future, and this whole song is about like you know, uh, being kind of floating in space pretty much is is what it talks about, and then like being grounded in the end. So um, like the pre-chorus says, I can feel the kick down in my soul, and it's pulling me back to earth to let me know I am not a slave. There's so much craziness going on, like right now, for sure. Um, and this song really kind of captures the need for, you know, being in the orbit, I really feel. Mm -hmm. um, kind of feeling your place in life. Um, feeling and, grounded. Yeah, feeling grounded and all that. And I mean, I can feel the kick down in my soul. It kind of reminds me of like the heartbeats, like knowing like what your body is doing, knowing, you know, it's got that still going. So yeah, I mean, it, it's a very vibey song. I like it. I like it. You had me at vibey. <laughs> it's like my trigger word. Well, yeah, right, I instantly glued in. I must thank Spotify for this because it came up on my Discover mm -hmm. Weekly. And, you know. It's a really good song. I was listening to it prior to this meeting. And mm -hmm. it's very funky. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Got some um, funky vibes, you know. Well, yeah, my sister, after, after it came on, my sister, like, heard me listening to it. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you have to listen to their entire album. Apparently their entire album has mm -hmm. like um, a whole theme to it if you listen from start to finish. So also recommend the entire album. Um, so yeah. You uh -oh. know, um, so I guess I'll go next. I want to preface before I talk about this band, um, just that they're weird, okay? Not everyone's going to like them. Uh, I've showed it to a couple of my friends. They haven't liked them all that much. Uh, I just like them because like for like, the same reason that Max, Max and I both love John Mayer, you know, he does things that are a little different. Um, he, he's far more musical, you know, than your general, like, pop star. These guys, and I'm going to talk about, do the same sort of thing. Not musically, necessarily, but, like, in their style of music, they just do something different, which I really like. So it kind of, like, breaks the mold a little bit. Um, so the, they're based out of L.A. They debuted with their uh, self-released album, Growl Pop, in 2017, uh, and they're called Dan and Drum, all right? So it's, I don't remember their last names, but it's Dan and I think... The guy's name is like something that I don't remember. I, wow, I should prepare better. For Ezekiel. <laughs> I don't know. Ezekiel? No, it's not Ezekiel. That'd be cool. It's a cool name. <laughs> Wait, their Spotify page only mentions Dan. It does not mention. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to go look online, okay? Believe me. Yeah, no, in the band, they, they just refer to the other guy as drum. Yeah. I don't know why. They just like, it's a thing. Um, but it's just the two of them. They started out as songwriters for this other artist. I don't think she's that big. I think they just kind of like did it. So I don't really feel like mentioning her. Um, <laughs> but when I was looking at like, like reviews on some of their stuff, just to give people a better description of their music mm -hmm. than like I did when I was describing my playlist last time, um, on this blog called Ones to Watch, they said, um, if Rainbow Kitten Surprise and Alt-J had babies and Modest Mouse was their grandfather, 
then you'd have Dan and Jarrell. Dude, that is such um, a perfect description. Wow. Oh yeah, my god, I, I just that want is to say perfect. I've never listened to Rainbow Kitten Surprise or you LJ. have to. I will. Um, I'll bring in a Rainbow Kitten song? Surprise song next week. Okay, thank you. Um, but I figured you know with names like that they have to be good, right? Like that's you don't have your band name Rainbow Kitten Surprise and just be bad. <laughs> <laughs> just putting it out there. Um, but the song I want to talk about this week is called Lester off of that album. So Growl Pop. Um, it's one of my two favorite songs by them. It's a little, it's one of their also like milder ones. Uh, like I mentioned, they're kind of weird because they have this tendency to just take like, um, they're kind of like alt folk and indie soul, like pop thing they have going on and just mash it into any other, um, oh, Robbie's just sent me a private message on zoom saying Philip Thompson. That's the guy's name. See, I knew it. I didn't, I just had to be reminded. That's all. Right. <laughs> It took me yeah. so long to find that. Like every website referred to him as drum. <laughs> like could not find it. It was right on the uh on ones to listen to, like on that blog they said it. I don't know. I just didn't write it down. My bad. Bad form. Um anyway, uh they have like they have a tendency to just kind of jam random things together. So Mona Lisa, which is an, is my other favorite song for their thing, and Lester are both very like acoustic uh mm acoustic beats that are very like more mellow um other things will like just randomly throw in a bunch of like trap techno beats and stuff which Sick. are just totally different like it doesn't make any sense to me what they do but it sounds good um uh dan uses this like really cool uh combination between like throat singing and uh, falsetto stuff to yeah. make some just really cool sounds so that's i mean that's why i like about them like they're just different um now yeah. i know the difference now I know the difference between prayer and the preference, between desire and the deference, because uh, I always leave with love, a new pouch in my pocket, it's a sweet slow dripping in my vice grip, it's all gone by the morning, you know your man always want more in the morning. Nice. Yeah, I feel like at this point, a lot of music is pretty much just like cookie cutter. And like, yeah. Yeah. I really like the guys that really put those out there with like a new style of, you know, music and a new way of expressing themselves. I, I see that as really awesome. Yeah. Well, that's why I listen to a lot of like indie stuff and which I mean, even within indie stuff, it has a lot of like cookie cutter things, but you'll mm -hmm. find a lot more like I don't, I don't mind rap and stuff like I listen to it. Um, but like I much rather prefer I mean I guess it's because I like music and I like like the musical side of things I like to listen to bands that you know understand music to some degree and mm -hmm. like use it in different ways I don't know I'm just a you know, I'm a music elitist <laughs> <laughs> only the best so that leaves me uh so I, I, this week I'm choosing a song called uh, to build a home uh some of you may have heard of it uh it's a song by uh, an English group called the cinematic orchestra but um, it's really a piano ballad more than anything. Um, mm -hmm. And it's performed by the Canadian singer, Patrick Watson. Uh, the song itself was recorded in 06, but it was released in uh, 2007. The lyrics to it, uh, it can kind of go like two ways. Uh, some say that it can be like a metaphor to describe a relationship uh, in which like the first verse actually says like, this is a house built out of stone, wooden floors, walls, and windowsills. Uh, which really can like create a strong foundation 
um, of like a loving relationship. Um, and then the chorus is even, and I built a home for you, for me, um, until it disappeared from me, from you. tragedy type feeling um, in a relationship and then you can also take it in a literal sense where it is actually just a home being built and this person had built it and notices all the little like minor details um, the song itself though has kind of like uh, like a lower peaceful vibe uh, you really got to be in a mood for it um, that's that's uh, that is that is true and um, but it it's appeared in a ton of like TV shows. Um, some of them being like, uh, this is us. It appeared in this is us, Grey's Anatomy, uh, Criminal Minds, uh, Soldier Spy, One Tree Hill, Orange is the New Black, Friday Night Lights. Um, so it's definitely made its appearance in TV. But um, yeah, uh, having just like that piano ballad um, and then how it kind of builds up through the verse and then through the chorus and then it kind of sets back down and then we build it up again for the second verse in the chorus is really something to hear. Yeah, I think it's been like How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it too. I uh, it Approved by the uh, music snob. snob. Um, it's a really good song, but mm -hmm. I, I totally agree. Like the, you have to be in a mood for it yeah my favorite thing about it though is like the, like i haven't thought about the uh the lyrics like you have like that was mm -hmm. i just kind of listen to it every time like i like you know like in one year out the other but like the imagery mm -hmm. in it is really powerful that's what i like about it like you can you you hear it and like you think the things they're really direct that's what i like right yeah and that's part of like the one thought process where it's like the person going through like uh it's supposed to detail of like the home itself whether it is through a relationship in the metaphorical way or it's just talking about in the literal sense yeah has there been an interview with the like artist on if it is very metaphorical or if it's very literal? Um, there probably has. I'm sure that there's there there might have been an interview with Watson. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but that would be something to look into. Mm -hmm. One second, let's see if I can pull it up. Yeah, no, that's a really good song. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna keep saying that over and over. Like I don't know what else to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't really say much more than that. It's it's got all the components of a good song. It's got great piano pianist. It's got great pianist. Yes, there you go. There you go. Yeah, big boy um, words. <laughs> and I mean, the vocals are great. It's got that like Loki. Um, it reminds me a lot of Sleeping at Last. If anyone knows Sleeping at Last, I think I've heard that before. Yeah, they yeah, do a lot of like. Familiar. They do a lot of piano covers of some like harder mm -hmm. songs or mm -hmm. like some chiller songs too. Mm. But yeah, yeah, so good. Mm. 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 <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of our songs this week were very uh, chill. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's the mood for the week is chill. Home feel, yeah. Home feel. Yeah. Home feel. Crazy. Home feel for some homeboys. Thank you guys so much for all your songs this week. Um it was it's great to hear just the variety we have, but also like the commonalities, you know, all that good stuff. Um and thank you guys for listening as well. Um it's a pleasure to be able to share our music tastes with you guys. Um Again, if you have any comments, suggestions, leave a rating. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much, and see you next week. Amen. Peace. Hasta luego.